Welcome to The Goddess and the Medicine Woman with Melissa McHugh and Sydney Decker. In this episode, we talk with writer and explorer Vitaly Kogolsky about the divine masculine, masculine core energy, and finding purpose as a man amidst the modern-day guilt and shame of the collective masculine. Come on in and join the conversation. Hello, Sydney Decker. Hello, Melissa McHugh. How's it going? <laughs> it's good. <laughs> <laughs> I am like in a high right now because I've just been in podcast world. Yeah. All day. Right. Yeah. Good Mondays conversation. Pod- podcasting. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm no, actually really excited about our guest. Oh, this one. I just thought maybe yeah. in general you're just excited. Well, I actually <laughs> am excited today. I did. I made a first my video for um a first video. I haven't posted it yet, but after, like I was telling you earlier, we're sitting with the disappointment, all the disappointment over the weekend and all these things. Like I literally, not even joking, danced in my living room today for an hour just by yeah. myself listening to music. And like some, I mean, I do that sometimes, but like I looked at the clock and I was like an hour, it's been an hour <laughs> nice. and just like doing my thing. And I just feel so like unencumbered, like my heart is open. So it's like a perfect nice. day for a podcast too. Yeah. Awesome. Well, today we are um, on to another guest and I'm excited about this one. I really am. It's somebody that I've been actually following um, on Facebook for quite a while. And then I just, he posted something and I was like, you know, I, I must talk to this person. Yeah, He would bring up this person who we're about to introduce and yes. say little things. Yeah, because so. just really aligned with the the um, you know, his his story and just everything that he talks about. So, we are going to introduce now a Vitaly Kugolski, and I know I said it. Hello. Totally <laughs> <laughs> no, you said it correctly. All good. So Vitaly. There's many versions to it. Yeah, yeah. there's many versions of Vitaly, Vitaly, and Kugolski. And no, I'm going to say it all wrong now. Yeah, this but- is getting silly vitaly is a writer spiritual name (laughs) yeah you said yeah (laughs) i was given the name blah 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 blah, and it'll be lovely (laughs) yeah let's do that later we could all get spiritual names maybe after this it'll be i have a spiritual name (laughs) oh that's right you do yeah yeah it's dion fate car dion i just go by sydney for fun for fun, that's right. It's Sydney <laughs> in the 3D. <laughs> yeah, my 3D name is Sydney, but they call me yeah. Dion Fate up in the ethers. <laughs> I always wonder, how do you come up with the spiritual name? Does someone give it to you? Is it something in you go in some ashram or something? Yeah, mine was given to me. Yeah, yeah. I had to like put in. I um I followed the Kundalini Yoga. I was I've been doing Kundalini Yoga for a really long time, and they you get spiritual names. So you kind of have to like reach out and it's based on, um, I guess it's like a little bit of a process, but it's based on like your name, your birth, like it, but it's based on like your vibrational blueprint. So I guess the person supposedly sits and meditates and then you get your name. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't tell anyone, but we have to introduce you. <laughs> <laughs> we have to go back to introducing. Sorry. We've already uh, started we're we're like off road Go now. We're it. going through the woods. I don't know. I know. I could just hear Melissa going, but wait, I haven't done the introduction. Yet. Wait, I have a list and I have a way I do things. You know what yeah, I mean? Exactly. No, yeah. this is more fun, really. Actually, to me, that was good. All right, I'm this serious now, people. <clears throat> I'm going to read the bio. <laughs> 
I can't now because I'm laughing. Okay. Vitaly <laughs> is a writer and an explorer who is attempting to break traditional stereotypes about masculinity. Throughout many challenges of his life and very intense spiritual seeking, Vitaly came to the realization that what he was actually seeking was not some miraculous healing or enlightenment, but fulfillment of his masculine core energy. He realized how abusive and often backwards to traditional, the traditional healing, self-help methods, and general new age spirituality. Jeez. Now I'm totally off my game. I don't even know what's happening. <laughs> okay, you're doing fine. <laughs> you That's, my spirituality That's my name. That's what destroyed the, your, your knowledge of English. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to what he actually craved as a man. Often it only dragged him deeper into his trauma and weakened his mas masculine energy, which he needed in order to heal and mature into his full potential as a man. It also explained why there was all there are almost no. I'm just done. I can't do it. I can't read any more of this. We're just going to talk to it. Hello, Vitaly. How are you today? Hi. <laughs> we can talk about it more. I can. I yeah, can let's talk, talk about it because I cannot read. I don't know. I'm not sure what happened. <laughs> but yeah, welcome to the show, Vitaly. Thank you for having me. <laughs> well. First, I know we're like, we've, like I said, podcasting all day. So we're already like off a little By bit. By the but... way, I've been, I've been in very intense meditations for weeks now. And today was a very intense day as well. So I assume as well that my energy is a bit, can be quite intense. And uh, I tend to have this effect sometimes that people just, the mind stops working. Okay, in that presence. So my mind is not active as well. So. We're just going to talk something. <laughs> We're going to do good. it. And I think that's what we, you know, it's always a good thing to do that anyway. Yeah. The mind start, stops working, and then you can just drop down in the heart space and just actually have exactly. a conversation. Which is exactly. Great. Well, first, yeah. I just kind of want to say to Melissa, thanks for being cool because she reaches out to people and like asks them, <laughs> like, because the first, like Bruce, I don't know. It's just like you just go for it and you're like, I'm just going to make this happen. So thanks for making this happen because. I can already tell. I don't know if you know anything about human design. I'm a projector. You probably don't know anything. Do you know about human design? Me? Yeah. Uh, you mean like biologically or? or, or no, it's like a you thing. Mean? You get a, you no, become a human design. Know. Okay. Well, I'm just saying that I plugged into the energy and I'm just feeling that this is going to be a really great conversation that we've been waiting for for a really long time. So go ahead, Melissa. <laughs> yeah. yeah all right well so i've been following this person <laughs> if i could say his name on facebook for um quite a quite a long time and i just he writes these really long and you i'm talking to you too write these really long thought-provoking um just really authentic like heartfelt posts um and so I've just felt really aligned with the journey and your message. And then you started talking about um, actually like a shift, it seemed like, into a more divine masculine journey. And I just yeah. thought that that was just something that we have been moving towards in um, our conversations. Um, you know, we started out with a lot of um, feminine and moving into the feminine and now it seems like things are moving towards um, finding more of the divine masculine in our lives and um, moving away from the toxic uh, patriarchal, um, you know, ways of being. And so then when I saw that your shift was 
into that realm, I was like, oh, wow, this is, you know, I'd love to have a conversation with him about that whole subject, because that's just kind of where we're going in our evolution um, as human beings. And then just Sydney and I in our conversations um, is just kind of taking us there. So mm-hmm. I think the um, I, I'd kind of like to find out, though, at first is like, just tell us a little bit about you, you know, and your own uh, version of yourself and how your journey really began. Yeah, well, my whole life have been actually quite quite a mystical journey, which I didn't really hope to be that way. I actually wanted to be just a normal guy doing some. Uh, was very ambitious from from an early age, and I, what I really wanted to do is just have some business and get some money, and just live my life the way I want to. But it, and and so it always started whenever I committed to something. It always turned into some kind of mystical, profound experience, which then led me to either to some uh, profound teachers or some profound experiences, which really kind of shook up my whole worldview. And, and this popular word now uh, moved me out of the matrix. And so I think I was kind of blessed that I was coming from this kind of more naive place where I wasn't into all of this uh, spiritual stuff and and didn't read many books, didn't know anything about that. So my journey into it was always kind of like very innocent in in that. And uh, so along that way, I started to kind of, because really, and this is where I'm turning again in the subject about masculinity, what is more in a masculine purpose, when women are... Uh, more seeking the fulfillment of love. Men are seeking more the freedom. And so I was kind of like going deep into subject of finding deeper freedom in my life. Was it financially or or spiritually or, or physically in all ways? That's I, I crave that very much. And I had many of those experiences where I would just really goes through extreme challenges in my life and just would find this vastness of my own consciousness and and this incredible sense of freedom. And oftentimes my whole life would externally completely change from that. But oftentimes it was like I would go through that, I would achieve that, and then I would somehow go back into the world and I would just collapse back into some kind of old state of consciousness where all my ancestral trauma, all my personal trauma, all of these things would just pile in and back in my life like I have, haven't done any transformation at all. And I kept going through many of these cycles in, in, in my life. And, and it wasn't as much as like a spiritual journey. <clears throat> I was very much into the world. I was very much ambitious and, and tried to achieve something in terms of success in my career. And, and I really actually enjoyed being in the world. But oftentimes as well, with all these energies, with all this 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 level of consciousness, I guess, that I was holding, it kept bringing me back into these situations where just everything was just piling on me, collapsing. And I mean, there, there were times when I would work in a company and there would be 200 people there and... And just for no reason, well, not really for no reason, but for for just the whole scenarios would always turn like that, that 
all those 200 people would suddenly hate me and resent me and, and all of this and, and would push me, try to drag me down and, and I couldn't understand what it was. And, and so all these kind of scenarios kept repeating, repeating, repeating in my life. And by the age of 27, I really was down. I was, oh, I was barely alive, I would say. Physically, mentally, I was crushed because I've been working so hard since age 15. Like I was, um, if you know David Goggins, for example, this, this super athlete, high performance athlete, I was on similar kind of journey in my life. I was really going really hard with everything that I did, committed to, to everything, worked very hard, but it just kept piling on, piling on. And then I would just collapse. And by the age of 27, I really just felt like I had no, no more strength. I, I felt like I was really done. And of course, there was a lot of thoughts in that. It wasn't even like thoughts. There was like almost like a clear commitment to, okay, I'm done. I'm, I'm done with this life. I can't go through it. It wasn't even like in this kind of like a drama story or anything. Uh, it was just more like, okay, I feel like my whole body is wasted. My, my, my whole energy is, I feel like I'm 80 years old and like my health, everything was ruined. And I kind of was looking for, for, for an exit and I was already planning, okay, I'm, I'm not settling down for some mediocre life and just keep on going the way I can. I, I rather go out. And there was that clear moment where, where I almost, uh, I knew that morning when I woke up that, okay, this is it today. I'm going to go and end my life and, and, and everything. And in that moment, I had a very clear, like, it was like an explosion in my consciousness. I remember I sat down at the table and I held myself at the table so that I wouldn't go and do it because I knew if I would get out up from that table, from the chair, if I would stand up, I would go out, I knew I would do it. So I was kind of holding on to the last moment. And then I had this big explosion, like in my head, it was like real, like boom, like a, like a thunder or some, some kind of noise. And then I heard a voice, which wasn't my voice, which I assume is God's voice. And it said, do you trust me? So coming from that point, I, I, and I heard that voice and, and, and then I realized, okay, I need to keep going. I need to somehow find a way to heal and, and, and understand what was all these years about, why I was working so hard and couldn't get to that point, which I wanted to achieve. And, and, uh, especially when I looked at where for some people just one attempt of real commitment would change their whole life. For me, there were like seven or eight of those points of 100% commitment and, and nothing would change. And I, I realized, okay, I need to heal. And and of course, then it was actually for the past four years, I've been in this intense, 100% uh, committed uh healing journey trying to understand what what is there in my field what am i battling what are those repeating scenarios in my life and and so somehow naturally of course i navigated into more and deeper into all this spirituality and uh, which is good by the way i have nothing against it and but there was a lot of these words of surrender open your heart um trust um as well, and, and for, for all those healing years, uh, I was very lucky to find a really great partner in my life, and we still are together, and 
So she was very committed to help me as well through through that journey. But as well in the relationship, it was more like of this theme of what is a man with open heart and how the actual relationship and the woman next to you can empower you. So many of these subjects came up and, and I really tried to sit down with myself and meditate and heal and ask for healing and open my heart and trust in a relationship and, and all of these things. Many of the things that, that actually many guys on the kind of more spiritual journey are doing, but I kept finding that the more I would surrender, the more I would try to trust, the more I would try to open my heart, the more I would try to be kind of more like softer. Um, I felt incredibly abused from that. Of course, there was a big part of that which uh, thought, okay, you feel abused because what you're actually feeling is your trauma, and you're just processing that trauma in that in, in that moment. But then I keep going, keep going, and still feel abused. And being on that kind of like more spiritual side of trying to heal or, or you know, find enlightenment or that uh, moment of being here and now and when the mind is off and, and and then you feel fulfilled and stuff. All these big, big ideas, to me, it felt like it was a bit more like trying to understand higher math without knowing what is two plus two. And somehow I just naturally navigated to the subject of understanding myself as a man and what do I crave, actually, as a man? What would be, I started asking myself questions, what, do, what is the man by nature's design? And understanding these, these what, what would be those fundamental differences between man and woman? For example, how, how does a man heal? How does a woman heal? Because we like on all this spiritual path or whatever, self-development and all this, this general path, we like to kind of throw everything in, like, you know, what it, we don't separate their genders and stuff. But I felt that somehow guided towards look, to look at it exactly from that perspective. And what I realized is that actually the purpose of me, I was, no, I would say differently. What I realized is that that I myself and, and many, many other men, especially in the current world, and it's been going on for a while that we have actually lost our sense of purpose. And especially that sense of purpose that comes from our um, natural design. And I don't know how, but I, I, there were some books that came up, but I somehow started channeling this understanding about masculine core and what feeds masculine core. And I suddenly started to understand that man's purpose is not really just to surrender to love and fulfill, fill yourself up with love. But man's purpose by nature's design is to penetrate through, its, through his challenges. His purpose is to learn to die in front of the history not not learn to die but have the courage to die in in times of challenges and that whole process that whole encouragement of being willing to face death doesn't mean not to be afraid of death but being willing to face that death is where 
the masculine consciousness penetrates through the shell of this matrix of its ego or closed heart. And then he finds this freedom in this in, in vastness of his of his consciousness. And I always say there's a there's a reason why men are a bit of uh, fuckers. <laughs> they like to <laughs> penetrate the world. This is our our kind of like fundamental setup. I feel like we are fundamentally designed to penetrate the world, to penetrate through challenges, to penetrate through evil, to penetrate through shadows. And <clears throat> I, I saw that very much uh, happening. The, this lack of purpose I noticed very much happening in in when all this Corona stuff so, started to happen. Because the most masculine and tough guys that I knew were the ones who were the most afraid of to stand up against the challenges, stand up against the tyranny and, and voice their opinions. And there were more women coming out and, and standing up against all of that than, than uh, men. And I couldn't understand. I was like, how, how this tough guy, he couldn't do this. That tough guy, this, these, all these big boys, they're more afraid than women from all of this. And I'm not looking at it in from this kind of like judgmental way. Oh, cowards or whatever. It's not about that. I just realized that without being connected to their essential purpose, without feeling their purpose, men are, have depleted their masculine core. And that masculine core is that kind of like sense of, this, this kind of like, let's say the energy within us, uh, which comes with a bit of pride, which comes with a bit of uh, uh, confidence and, and, uh, and, and this fire in the heart, which is ready to go out there and, and protect the, the world, which is ready to go to, to, to war and, and be ready to die. Not that wars are good, all wars were terrible, but that, Many wars were actually back in the days manipulating that masculine natural drive to go and protect and die for their family, for their tribe. And, and, and. But in our days, that masculine core, because of lack of that lack of sense of purpose inside, it's, it has been depleted. And therefore, there are not so many men who are very brave these days. And bravery as well, you can fake it, you can be delusional it's it's not about it's not that kind of bravery i'm not talking about that i'm talking about this pure heart like in a movie braveheart you know that that as well resonates with us with men very much because it comes from this source of love he was fighting for his woman and 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 his tribe and his country but it was it came this fearlessness came out of love in him and exactly that that disconnection from the love it's it's the this masculine core is what gives a man the courage to open his heart and when he opens his heart he's really powerful and then he's he really is not well not that he's not afraid to die but he's willing to go and die he has that fire in him and 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 and, and passion in him again reignited and so on the spiritual path as well, because I've been looking at many men who are kind of on that spiritual journey and stuff. And, and yeah, some of them are connected to their emotions and, and, and uh, they're softer, they're more gentle. 
but they're more tapping into that feminine side of themselves. And so often there's this confusion. And I oftentimes these days as well, I get linked to, um, when I talk about masculinity, I get linked to these men who, you know, sit there in retreats and doing yoga and they have all man buns. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but <laughs> it's not really, it's not really what the man, the spiritually awakened man is. The spiritual awakened man can be very, very tough. He can be very fierce and he can be very masculine, but at the same time, he can be very loving and he can hold his love and he holds the present. And uh, so there's a lot of confusion in, in all of that. And this is this is what I realize, at least for myself, that's what I've been craving. Actually, in my past, that's exactly what I had. I just didn't understood. Because there were many times when I was so passionate in, in my teens and my early 20s. I, I have been so passionate about my goal. I was ready to die. I was doing all kind of crazy things, you know, getting on a plane with no money just, just to just to challenge myself and, 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 and everything. And those challenges was that purpose. It's not that many men need to find some kind of uh, clear purpose or clear goal in, in their life. Goal is great. If you have that, it's perfect. You need, then you're lucky. But that whole meaning, assigning that whole meaning of that purpose um, is to go and face your challenges, is to go through those hard times, is to as well understand that the mascul masculinity can kind of in, in, embody the suffering. It's not for men to that much about finding happiness. It's more about embodying the suffering, understanding that, okay, your life can be challenged and, and embodying those challenges. And that's what connects that man to his purpose. And that's what feeds that masculine core. And that's what, again, when you go with that and face those challenges and face those, the, those fears and uh, suffering and everything, that's what opens the heart for a man. And then he goes into his fearless state and then he can manifest, he can, um, you know, go out and, and, and face the world. But that already comes when he then goes out and, and faces some degenerate, uh, those dictators that we have, there's completely different essence to that already. Just one voice, just one word from him can just rattle the enemy completely. And, and especially these shadow figures. And uh, of course, for me personally, it's still a journey and uh, I'm embodying that a lot. But as soon as I realized that, I realized more about that my purpose is to face all those challenges. It's not about always destination, but it's to face those challenges, to embrace my, my suffering, is to embrace the, the hardships of my life. That, and that, that is what actually strengthens my core and that's what leads me to open to opening my heart and that's what eventually leads me to healing not like it is in the spiritual uh often in spiritual circles where they say you just open your heart you need to surrender you need to become softer that comes afterwards after you really embody that challenge you really understand that that's what your masculine core is craving in in in, in by its very design and of course, women as well. Many women are, are embodying these days this, this more uh, masculine side. Everyone, man and woman, we all have that. Uh, men have feminine core and women have masculine core. But essentially, it's women can as well follow that um, 
masculine pattern as well. Embody those challenges and, and all of that. And it's great. But it, it will never give them that deeper fulfillment. Like, for example, I can as well surrender and be very soft and gentle and, and uh, you know, very, very calm guy, very feminine guy, very loving and, 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 and nurturing. And I can do that and I can do that very well, but I will never feel that fulfillment. And so yeah, on know, my that's, dis- interest- that's yeah, interesting sorry. because I um, was just having a conversation with my nephew yesterday and he was saying a lot of the things that you're saying right now. And it's really interesting to me because he's not on a spiritual journey at all, but these yeah. are the things that he's just been starting to feel <clears throat> as a man and no one else is around there talking about these things. And I just find that really interesting. And now you, have you studied with anyone or read anything about this? Or is this just coming to you kind of, you know, naturally, like it seems to be coming to him about, you know, you don't have to be on this spiritual journey and just opening your heart and following these paths. Like as a divine masculine, it's going to be a different thing in a different way. And does that seem like you're kind of just channeling that for yourself and not really find, you know, finding another actual path that, yeah. you know, to follow. I, I think this is something, it came for me uh, naturally. That's one of the things out there, which when I looked out there, you can't really find many books about that. For men, there's not many books uh, that talk about it. But yeah, it came natural. And I, I this wasn't even like that it's, I, I somehow channeled it. I feel like this is somehow coming into men naturally now as a part of purification that we're going through in current times is all of these 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 old structures are falling apart this sense of purpose and understanding of that by nature's design is just coming to us naturally but to me it was actually very interesting experience because it was around four years ago and i only realized this recently um it was it was one quite difficult day I remember and and I was quite upset about something don't remember what and and I remember I was just sitting and just feeling really low and down and suddenly I saw in in my mind's eye this vision of this warrior in 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 in, in standing straight looking straight into my eyes he had this all this blue warrior paint on his face and his eyes were so fiery and everything but it was like a moment it was like 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 that just just flashed in front of my eyes but from that i just i just remember i just completely my whole body even shook and i just felt almost like this enormous rush of testosterone in me was just i just something just filled me up and and Something like came to me through through that that uh, vision, and something awoke in me, and I just started to feel that warrior again in me, but that heart centered warrior, and 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 it kept coming back to me from time to time, and then only recently that I went. Then it actually all this journey started with me understanding what to. When I felt that rush of testosterone and all of that passion and fire in me. It's like it reminded me of something that I have forgotten for a long time. And then it was almost like a subconscious thing. I was unconsciously seeking that. And uh, yeah, and only recently I realized that I looked at one of the pictures. I, I, I don't take many selfies. I really don't like it. But 
I, I took a selfie of myself the other week and I kind of looked at it there and I was off to work out and everything. And I looked at it and I see exactly that guy who I saw in the vision. And I was like, wow, that's the, the same kind of eyes, the same kind of looks and, and, and this, this fire in the eyes that was there. And I was like, wow, that's, that's interesting that actually whatever I felt tapped into that, that it was guiding me through all this time. So yeah, to answer your question, yeah, I I didn't read any books. It was just somehow some kind of natural process unfolding in me. So sorry, I'm talking about everything in messy ways. So that's okay. <laughs> really, me too. No, that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> You're doing good. Yeah, Sydney. Yeah, I think that side. it's really amazing because for the feminine, because I'm someone that's on the opposite end, so I'm on the feminine. I mean, Melissa's too, I, like the feminine, I'm just speaking for the feminine. Um, it's a, we're also being brought to this embodiment and how, what the true feminine embodiment means, you know, not this, what you read in books about that type of stuff too. Like I've had to do a lot of my own understanding of that. So I just think that it's really amazing that there's this word that you're using too of the masculine embodiment. Because I think actually on the podcast that I was on earlier that I was actually being interviewed on, um, she asked me, like, what's your heart's greatest wish? And I or no, no, no. That was the second question. She asked me, what keeps you up at night? And I sat there for a moment and I realized, okay, what has kept me up most of the night? And most of the nights. And a lot of times I was like, okay, it's bills, right? Like that's just fear of paying bills in this world. But then I got deeper into it and I realized and it could be just because it's my own personal journey with the masculine in general. So I don't want to speak on behalf of all feminines with this, but it's how do I talk to a real man? And I'm not saying that in a way to put any men down that are men. I'm saying like, how do I as a real feminine have a real conversation with a real man and that we can hear each other because yeah. so much of the problems in this world are us trying to be men, trying to be women, which are just baby boys and baby girls crying yeah. and screaming and tantruming with each other and fighting. And so I guess like, I'm not sure if this is a question um, so much as maybe we can kind of all get deeper into this part of how do we start having a conversation? You know what I'm saying? Because as the woman's being embodied and the masculine is being embodied in his way and the feminine's being embodied in her way, I guess not without like not with you like speaking too much about your relationship, but how do you have those conversations? How are you now that you've embodied more and you understand like, okay, my purpose comes from this deep warrior in me? How can, how does that help you to receive your heart, which is the feminine? You know what I'm saying? How does that help you to hear some of the things that has been done to the feminine and all of us, right? As a man that was kind mm -hmm. of created with this patriarchy. It's like, I mean, these are deeper philosophical questions, um, but I'm just trying to, I guess in my own way, have a conversation with the masculine that's ready to have that conversation and just kind of see what happens from it. But that's kind of where I'm at is how do we start to talk? How do we start to hear each other? And how can I help myself hear you? And I mean you as in just a divine masculine. And how can you hear me, the divine feminine? How can we hear each other? Mm -hmm. 
Because yeah. I mean, hearing your story, by the way, I interrupt you, <laughs> LOL, but no hearing your story just made me feel like that, like you brought up my brother and I see my dad. I, I see so many men mm. that I've talked to that are looking for purpose, but are thinking that it's, they have to have the nicest car, the nicest job, like all these things. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, I just want to have a conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If, for you personally, if, if, uh, seeking that conversation with with men or start talking it was interesting for me uh how it was with my girlfriend how we knew that we are really on on top of that as soon as i realized that for myself it wasn't even a conversation anymore between us it was just a complete shift of energy and she immediately went into more of her femininity and where she could she felt more first of all more protected and more safe around me and uh, she immediately could surrender more and she could flow through it through her own femininity. And that, again, is what, this is what I always uh, say is that that femininity which I felt from her was like a steroid for my masculinity. Just her energy by herself was just embodying, giving me more strength into that masculine core, started to feed, a, feed that essential core and it was it wasn't even a conversation it just all fell into its place and again this is where i'm relying always on on the nature but in general about uh men it's i think if if for example if you would like to talk with your brother and your father or other men you you know i think it's very important to understand that this is what i discovered in my journey that they have a lot of guilt and shame in their subconscious. Incredible, just irrational. It, it doesn't even make sense. It doesn't even, if you will point out to them, they won't even understand where it comes from. And I believe there's been some kind of program or whatever is running in this matrix, uh, or it's maybe coming from, years of war and maybe years of all as well that patriarchy and guilt from that and uh, this is one thing which i realized as soon as i started to tap in more in that energy i just for no no reason i just started to felt feel very ashamed and very guilty and uh, oftentimes when i would for example i would feel that and i was like okay I want to start this kind of project in my life. I want to just use that energy and, and create, you know, more money or or whatever. And I would sometimes sit down in the the other room and I would start working my project and I would just see in my mind's eye my girlfriend screaming at me and being very disappointed about me that that I'm just paying only attention to to this kind of work and not paying attention to her, which is completely not how she is uh, as a person. But it was like I was almost feeling guilty stepping into that. It was like these images started to play out in my mind, like, what the hell are you doing? And, and how dare you uh, follow your core instinct there? And, and, and so many of many, this is one thing where, as for women who are, are maybe more aware of their own feminine nature, and if they want to approach a man, to help him to heal or embody his more masculine uh, side is, I think it's quite important to understand that they're going to, the more feminine you're going to be, 
the more you're going to be in your own feminine energy, the more you're going to radiate that. It's quite possible that they're going to express a lot of guilt and shame and resentfulness towards you, and they're going to push you away. They're going to be terrified of that emotion. And uh, I can't explain how many times I had the feeling uh, when my girlfriend was very open-hearted towards me and very loving. I felt like my balls been cut off. I really felt like I'm castrated. I felt like there's it's empty downstairs there. It was a horrible feeling, and I couldn't explain. I couldn't understand why. And uh, but so that's that's the first thing that once the woman who stands more in her feminine energy approaching modern day male who are in their masculine trauma, most of us are. They're going to feel that. They're going to feel uh, afraid. They don't mind shallow OnlyFans girls and all of this this, this crap, that, this, this shallow relationship. That they, they're not afraid of. But when it's real intimate, because the woman as well comes there with her own energy and she gives so much power actually to a man and it helps him open his heart and embody that masculine. They're immediately going to get guilty and ashamed and terrified, really terrified, like they might run away. And so this is what I noticed in myself. <laughs> yeah, you probably have had those experiences already. Yeah. yeah. And and we had the same uh, thing with, with me and my girlfriend. And uh, she as well holds a lot of the feminine energy. And she has very open heart and she's very loving. And uh, just just she can be so selfless sometimes around me and, and so understanding. And it would just used to freak me out like really bad, and and I it's just I would go crazy sometimes. But this what was one of those things which we couldn't understand. It was like this massive wall, and nothing could could uh, get across it. And we kept trying all these kind of things. This is where I'm returning back to the subject why I called the spiritual practices of um, general healing. Um, not all, probably definitely not all, but a lot of that kind of more feminine approach of healing to surrender, trust me, embody my love, take my love, let me take care of you. It can feel very abusive to a man. And, and in some cases, it, it actually is. And this is where in order for them to be able to embody your feminine energy, because most women, let's, let's be fair, they're quite awake. They quite feel not most, but quite many these days, much more than men, are more in that feminine energy. And so this is where it's important, I think, to understand that he is not, um, first of all, that he has this big collective trauma, I would say. It's like really deeply rooted in masculine subconscious. But um, the, re the, the, the way to get across that trauma is for him to actually raise his confidence up. So just calling him out and saying, oh, you have this trauma, you need to deal with it and all of this, it will probably scare him even more away. But giving him some kind of understanding of, of his masculine purpose, giving him some kind of uh, sense of respect, dignity, and encouraging him in ways where he goes and faces his challenges is what essentially is going to, that's what I mean about feeding the masculine core. It's going to feed his masculine core to the point where it's going to get so strong that he's not going to be afraid. Well, he will be afraid, but he will have the courage to die in woman's love. 
So, but he needs that charge first. He needs that sense of purpose, which accumulates, accumulates, accumulates until he feels like a brave heart and he's ready to dive into you and accept your love. So it's, it's, I think it's, uh, this is as well. I, I want to in the future go deeper into this subject and maybe start writing some books or, or just writing some posts about it, but it's quite a vast subject of, uh, I don't think the world really yet understands. Uh, of course, women as well go through many challenges. I'm not denying that. But uh, talking specifically about men, I don't think the world yet knows the the or is not that aware of that deeply subconscious uh, masculine trauma and how to actually heal that. That's so interesting this is a, to me. <laughs> yeah. All of this is like so. This is so like I. I don't know. I didn't know any of this. I didn't know, I guess, like. There isn't anything like that out there. That's yeah. the, maybe there is. I won't. I just haven't looked that much. But but it's quite hard to find for, for men this kind of information. And I when I realized all of this for myself, when the click finally came, I, I realized that, oh, wow, this is this is really maybe not something completely new, but uh, it's really something that is missing currently in society. And. and to have exactly that view on just about masculine and what is masculine energy and how men heal because men heal differently than women. Yeah. Generally. Do you think that men um have to be on some sort of healing journey first, like you were to be able to shift into this more, you know, diving into the, the, the masculine aspect of it? Or do you think someone can, I don't know, I guess, like I said, my nephew's not on a journey, but he's noticing these things, but he's always mm -hmm. actually been very... How, how old is your nephew? Uh, what's Nick? 30... Two. Two? 32. 32. 32. He's always been a I'm very... 33, yeah. Heart. He's always been a very... Mm -hmm. Someone that had that inside of him already that we noticed, mm -hmm. but he's not been yeah. doing anything with it for a while. Is he in a relationship? No. No. Yeah. Well, he wants I, to I know, deeply be in one. Yeah. I think this is what will come up. I think what we know how fucked up world is now with all of these uh, um, just relationship between men and women is so distorted now. It's been for a while. And uh, I think I have a feeling and I see the pattern actually going there where, where, where the understanding about relationship between man and woman is kind of going back to its natural balance and uh, men and women start to crave more of that not really traditional but more like this natural expression of relationship and I think what uh, will drive more men to realizing that is actually I think most men currently are craving uh, more feminine woman next to them more awake woman next to them and once they kind of come across one of them like that they're going to be forced to deal with this trauma. That's that's, and um, it's not really that they need to go on this more like a spiritual journey and and try to find themselves, but they're going to be forced anyway to look in 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 uh, at this fear and this trauma, uh, and they're going to be forced to try to resolve it. And and uh, I think it's something that is happening already naturally amongst men and i think the understanding of it as well is going to come we see many characters now currently like like jordan peterson and and some others now um 
who start to speak out more about masculinity and uh, they maybe talk more still in terms of this kind of old traditional masculinity which is good as well which is more aligned with nature than than uh, anything else but it's i think that whole subject is just going to keep going deeper and deeper and deeper because what really men crave is a sense of purpose and that sense of purpose might be easily as well by being with a good woman next to them and uh, learning to die to her love learning yeah. and so allow and get you see for women it's more like surrendering to love for a man it's more like gathering the courage to be ready to die to love so they need that mom momentum of courage and that momentum a bit of pride and 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 uh, desire to embody their challenges well you just healed my whole entire life <laughs> no, I'm not even. You better write a book. No, see, this has been coming up for us a lot, and especially Sydney yeah. and her relationships. Where, yeah, she's had a struggle, you know, with a lot of. If this. you want Sydney, you can just talk about it from your side. I, I don't mean to just talk, share all this. If you, if you, there's something you're willing to share from your side, and you feel like I can maybe help you, we can talk about it right now or or later. Well, I just, I guess just, we don't have to go deep, deep into it because we've already been on for a little bit, but I, I'm so grateful because as you were talking, I was really like open. Like I was clearing my, I was almost like a meditation because I've needed to kind of know because, um, I say this and everyone knows and it, it just kind of, you'll, I guess it's going to help you better understand my journey. Okay. So nine years ago, my dad killed himself. So I have been wondering what brought you there? You know, like, why did he go there? What made him do that? And so I, I have this. And even when he was alive, he was going there. He was dying um, to himself all the time. Like, I just could not get to him ever. And I only ever wanted to. And then I grew up with a brother who was um, who I was very loving to. But it everything you just said made so much sense about me anywhere I ever was. So when I was born, I was born feminine. Like I was born this like very loving, kind light with just tons of love to give to everyone. And I was being, I didn't realize in my whole life, I've been asking like, why is it when I go to a man and I just give him all this love, does he slap me in the face <laughs> like, or run away or push me? It's like, I'm being so loving my dad did it. It's not that he would physically slap me, but he would push me and he would run. And my brother would physically slap me across the face. Like I bring him a lollipop. He'd be like, you're a loser and like slap me. And I'd be like, here's your lollipop you dropped. Like after he's, you know what I mean? Like all this, I'm just using like, like things. Mm -hmm. And almost every single guy that I've dated to, yes, I've had, I attracted some because of my trauma and I wasn't fully healed. But then I stepped into my healing journey and I still being more awakened, setting more boundaries, um, but still being very open and loving. Like there's this person in my life who I, I can't even control how I feel for him. It's just kind of like it's was given to me. I don't know how to explain it. And he I'm so I've done nothing wrong. I was just telling my I was like, I've done nothing wrong. I've showed up. 
I show up for him all the time. I hold space. I listen. I do all these things. And he always, when we get super intimate, runs away. Like, and I don't hear from him for like three weeks. And then he pops back Mm -hmm. up. And then it's like the same thing. And I've recognized like it's not before it used to be like, what's wrong with me? Like, but I dealt a lot with my own self-worth that I realized that. And then it was what's wrong with him. Right. And then it became this. Now there's something wrong with him. And now I've just gotten to this place and everything you just said tied it all together. It came from how do I help him? You know, what can I do? Because I can tell that there's fear there or there's something in there. And you just kind of like saying that how when love touches the masculine, if he's been so traumatized, it's going to bring up the shame and this guilt and I think that I could always feel because I could feel things. I can feel their shame and their guilt and I want to help them process it. But when they sit in my light that shines on it, it becomes overwhelming and then they run away. But then they so badly want to be in my light. But then that feels abuse to me. Right. They keep they step into my light. They can't handle it. So then they run out. And then I feel like my heart is getting hurt because I just want to shine. Right. And they and I want to shine on that particular because a feminine does she wants to shine on her masculine yeah she wants to pour that courage into him Mm -hmm. to die over and over to the death Mm -hmm. to his courage and to give him the strength and to give him the confidence like i would love to be able to pour into uh, a masculine because that also gives the feminine her purpose and that they fuel it's like a fountain so with everything that you just said it just healed so many missing pieces for me of why is it when I'm this light, do people want to stuff me out? And particularly men, Men, particularly men. And I think too, that now the world's a way more open to the feminine. But when I was born 30 years ago, it was also a little bit of a darker time at that time Mm -hmm. too. So what are your thoughts? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you're describing my girlfriend, actually. <laughs> she had exactly the same journey as well, the same kind of open heart, and the men kept running away. And and, and eventually she was lucky to find me, who was kind of curious and just, uh, I just wouldn't let it go and w- would want to understand uh, all of that. But I know exactly what you're talking about. Probably there were many times where you were thinking, what's wrong with me? Right? But mm-hmm. when you're actually very much very much in your purpose there and, and and one of those people who come in and and have to heal the whole family karma that's that's you you know and uh, and along that way you just can't that's just your nature you just can't help yourself but to be open-hearted and be compassionate and and um, and it's actually i would uh, i would look at it maybe but differently not that you want to fill your man with love but you actually want your man to fill you up with love Ooh, and be okay. strong there because we're penetrators yes, we're, we're <laughs> yes okay men, okay men this is helping seeking, you see yeah you see men are not uh this is this is where this biggest confusion that often comes is that um this is how women approach uh, th- themselves in trauma they want to get filled up with love and 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 just uh, feel safe and and if we men we are seeking to empty ourselves out because we mm-hmm. our natural core our whole journey in life our whole life pressure and everything 
the, the way our minds are wired, we take on a lot of stress, a lot of pressure, a lot of uh, responsibility, a lot of um, there's a lot of mental games going on and, and we always want to redeem our sense of pride and we want to feel like men, but it comes with a lot of, a lot of weight on our shoulders. So our desire is to actually take on all that weight and just let it all out. Just like in sex as well, pump it, pump it, pump it, and then just orgasm and let it out. If a woman, it's other way, it's take it in. If a man, it's mm -hmm. penetrate and push it all out and then in that orgasm to, in that in that bliss find that freedom we want that load off of ourselves and oftentimes when women approach from their feminine core they don't understand that men want to be emptied out actually he doesn't he can't take more of your love that freaks him out because he's so full of himself already full of not in a like ego way but sometimes an ego way as well but he's so full of already his own trauma his own pressures his own um inadequacies where he doesn't feel like a man and and when you come with that love it just it just freaks him out because there's already he can't hold it and then then which is it's a not bad not a bad thing but without that masculine core without that core um courage within himself he's going to be terrified to die because he will literally literally feel like he's about to die or that you're chopping his balls off and, and stuff and so with with most men uh, these days, it's 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 more about assisting them and uh, helping them understand. They're more helping them find that sense of purpose within themselves as men, where where they want to protect, they want to provide, and uh, they they want to take on these challenges. They want to. Uh, um, feel strong next to next to his uh, woman and and all of these small steps you know like in a perfect world in a good society and i think that was what was happening in the ancient tribes they were raising men very differently from women and they were raising men as um because this is the normal passage of of maturity for a man where he learns to take on pressures he learns to take on challenges and uh, he gets a lot of as well appreciation for for it from uh, feminine side, and that builds up his self esteem. That builds up his courage. And it's always there's a confusion between many always confused that pride is the same as ego. I think for men, pride is something different. It's not always just ego. It's as well this force. This he needs to feel a bit like a lion to go through all his challenges in life. So it's not really an ego. It becomes an ego once it's that suppressed, then it gets stuck in the head. And so being around women like you who hold so much love, he needs a bit more courage. He needs a bit more um, sense of purpose in his life. And this is unfortunately what is missing in our society. And But that sense of purpose, it's, it's not a specific, many men, and this is where as well the confusion comes, Many men are then they're watching I don't know, YouTubers or movies or Instagram or whatever, and they think, okay, my sense of purpose is now uh, to get that Ferrari, to get those million dollars and stuff, which is great, which is completely go. I, I'm going for it uh, as well. But it's not about exactly getting that Ferrari. It's about the journey towards there. It's about understanding that as a man, you will feel your best when you 
every day face your challenges uh, every day just like i remember when i was 21 um at first of all at the age 19 i went on a massive like trip in my own life and i went through all kind of crazy challenges and i i, I faced so then i was willing to face death i was so passionate about discovering some deeper potential within myself and everything. And and I reached some kind of point in my consciousness where my whole life transformed and, and I felt, boy, nothing can stop me. And I felt that masculine core in myself because I was on this uh, journey of where I was facing even physical death and, and, and I was on a mission and I was committed to my goal. Even I, I didn't even understood what that goal was, but I just felt some kind of purpose in myself. And, and then... I went through all that and I embodied that and then I returned back home and I didn't know where to go with it. And somehow it happened that I ended up working in the same factory that my mom worked, which I promised myself as a child that I would never work there. And anyway, it's actually a different story, but there was this, so, so I went through this big journey and this big mystical experience, this whole transformation and, and, and all of this. And then I ended up, uh, packing notebooks it was like a paper company and it was just my job was just this i would take a, a pile of notebooks and i would put them in this plastic bag and it's with this heat and everything and i would just like just do that all day and i was thinking fucking hell i went through all of this just to do that now and and it was just somehow just the life fell into in such a way that that it was like oh my god i promised myself not to ever work where my mom worked and, and stuff but here i was and i was doing the most stupid job ever just taking notebooks putting them in a heating thing wrapping them in a plastic and stuff and then i just kind of like let it all go and i made myself a goal okay even though i'm packing some stupid notebooks but i made myself a clear uh, goal i said doesn't matter what my day is I'm going to do it as if it's the most important job in the world, as if I'm CEO of that company, as if, as if this is like, as if I'm packing gold or something, but I will, I will do my best, whatever I can do. All day. And so I ended up just like being the fastest packer there. And then I reorganized the whole delivery system and the whole company actually changed with that. And then I realized they can be a CEO and, and, and next job was that, but, uh, it was that whole pursuit, even though I did the most stupid, meaningless job, technically speaking, if on Instagram, it would look nice, right? But when I assigned this meaning to it, this sense of purpose that, okay, this is like a challenge. This is like a football game for me or whatever. I'm just going to be the best at it as I can be. That was what started to feed my masculine core again. I assigned meaning to my challenge, to what I could be very resistant and hated. I said, okay, this is a challenge. It's the stupidest thing ever, but I'm going to make it as the most important thing in my life at the moment. And I learned to pack very quickly and all of this stuff. And and and, and so it wasn't really about getting some kind of glamorous thing, but just assigning that meaning. That was what was feeding my masculine core. And funnily enough, three years later, I was running my own company uh, after that, just from learning doing that. And that was just this, this, it's just an example of how, how men can find their purpose. It doesn't have to be some, some cool guy on, and you know, I don't know, in Dubai with 
20 girls around him and then he's in his purpose then he's a high value man or all of this stuff what's going on but just assigning that meaning just just understanding that meaning is in accepting that challenge as a man that's that's the masculine energy's purpose is to accept the challenge and penetrate that challenge that's what feeds them again that's what feeds your core and that's what's Gives them sense of purpose. And that's what eventually gives them the courage, and they feel so good about themselves. They can then they can embody woman's love, mm-hmm. and 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 that's the you know that's the tricky part for women as well to figure that out, and, and for more awakened women. And uh, but yeah, I guess my suggestion would be um, more encourage him than put the pressure on him to embody that love. Yeah, and that's like, oh, that's this is what, like what... For everyone. And it's so interesting yeah. too because just the other day, I actually had a very different conversation with my brother that I want to bring up just briefly because I think mm-hmm. I did that without knowing it, let him empty out. And yeah. so I called him, and usually when I call him, and I do want him to listen to this. So Nick, just I love you. Um, usually when I call him, he's a little grumpy. Like, he's just a little grumpier because he's in his mind, right? And he's just got some things that he's working through, and he's focused, and he's got tasks and things. And so I called him, and I needed his help with something. And usually, me and my brother grew up uh, not getting along at all. So um, usually, that brings up anxiety for me to reach out to him or talk to him. Not that he's been like that in a while. Actually, since our dad died, it's changed a lot, and I do feel that he's there, but I still have this, like, triggeredness in me. And so I call him and he answers it and he's in his little grumpy zone and I can tell. And I just say, hey, why don't we like I just take a deep breath in with me, exhale, just kind of let go. I want you to just kind of hear what I'm saying because I'm not needing anything from you. I'm not asking anything of you. I just need you or um, I'm just wanting you to hear me so I can hear you. And I felt him like take that deep breath in. And then let it go. And for the first time in a conversation with my brother, I wouldn't say first time, but in a while, because we don't really have a lot of conversations with each other, he could hear me and we could be accepted each other. And we had like the best conversation ever. He softened. I gave him all the information that I needed him to process for me. He actually like I could feel him like actually process it and not trying to like rush me or like thinking. Um, I also told him like I'm not looking for money. I'm not looking for this. I'm not looking for that. I'm just wanting a connect. And um, I told him all this stuff. And usually it's I don't know and this and that. And it was oh yeah like I wouldn't do that. And like his voice was softer. His energy was softer. And he like really heard me. And then he didn't want to get off the phone. Usually it's like all right like. And I just was like, okay, I got to go. <laughs> like, you know? yeah. And it just was like so refreshing because I think that's the closest I can say that I've gotten to that, what you're talking about. And I've just started mm-hmm. to naturally want them to hear me. And I yeah. know that a lot of men spend a lot of time up here. So I'm like, mm-hmm. they can't hear me if they're up here thinking and doing. So how do I help them do that? So I was like, I'm going to try this whole deep breath. Not a lot of, not everyone's going to do the deep breath thing with me. Maybe. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I tried to do that and bring him kind of out of that space. So mm-hmm. that was kind of, is that kind of like it or? Yeah. Yeah. As well, it's more like as well. Definitely. It's, it's, it's that. So it was just like, as well, good, good energy aligned there and everything. 
it's more as well when they can feel that they can serve you, that they can kind of mm-hmm. as well be and protect you or something. You know, like it doesn't matter. You ask them to fix your car or something, and it's these these kind of small things and and uh, what encourages them. Which is an interesting thing as well for me because uh, I always wanted to be a millionaire and 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 all of those things. So I was hanging around a lot around that crowd, and there on the we generally in society have this kind of bad perception of the rich guys and all of this. They're all douchebags and stuff. And some of them are, but not, not many. And when I was around those guys who actually are doing something that they feel meaningful with their life and who are embracing those challenges in it and, and who have those, maybe that nice car and stuff. What, unlike they show it to us in the movies or general stereotypical perception of them, they were all very much in 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 open-hearted people, very actually compassionate, very open, and very very nice. I met the one of the nicest people I have met were the, the rich guys, and and because they felt that sense of purpose, because they could provide for their family, for their mother, and all of that, and and so this is where the masculine. Um, now many try to always like okay you need to open your heart you need to become softer and all of this well that for me it's it's a consequence actually of the feel how they feel already about themselves it's it's when they have that masculine purpose when they feel that sense of purpose then they feel that they matter when they feel that they're doing something uh meaningful with their life their just heart opens up and when they can serve and protect the woman because they we love all that feminine energy but when we are so little and small within ourselves, when we're so ashamed of ourselves, which most men are, uh, the heart is just completely locked up. And, and to try to open it is very abusive at that point, and it can make it even worse in, in, in most cases. And, yeah, I, 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 I don't know. I hope it answers. <laughs> no, it does. No, yeah, it definitely does. Yeah. And it just all makes sense. One, I'm not, we don't have to get too deep in it. We're going to have to have you come back on because, I mean, mm-hmm. I say this to everyone, but it's just, we seriously do because there's so many things that opened up for me in that as well, um, which is, which we don't have to go deep into, but why sex addiction is so high right now. Because you were saying the penetration and they just, they keep it there. They don't penetrate their challenges and they don't penetrate their other things. Yeah. They're just like, exactly. oh, I just touch myself and watch and I'm not making fun of it. I'm just, I just have yeah. Yeah, yeah. a better compassion for those people that are stuck there. Now it makes mm-hmm. a lot of sense. If they don't have a purpose, well, I might as well, purpose is porn almost. Like mm-hmm. I just had that realization. That's the, that's, that's the, yeah, that's exactly. That's the, that, that watching that and jerking off that, that to that porn at the evening. That's like the, small that fulfillment of the purpose you know that's what men crave you know they jerk off and then the whole stress goes away from the day and stuff and and, and of course then it goes into this very uh, bad cycle because in the morning they wake up ashamed or when yes. they just jerk off how ashamed they are actually and and and, and stuff and there's, there's so much that just accumulates all that guilt but you're you're absolutely right that is the purpose they actually naturally crave but they should fuck their life not their palm yes (laughs) they should go and and fuck through their challenges and stuff that's our t-shirt fuck your life not your palm (laughs) (laughs) i love that yeah Yeah. my next instagram caption people are gonna yeah we're gonna (laughs) yeah 
Twitter. Twit. 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 What's it? What is it called? I don't have a Twitter, <laughs> so it's Tweet, right? Twit. <laughs> X now. Yeah. Twit it all out there. Oh, it's X. It's X now. That's right. Oh, whatever. Yeah, all that stuff. But yeah. That's gonna have to be the end for us today. Because we can keep if we just we can just I feel like we only just started, but yeah. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's the issue. I know. We need to be like Joe Rogan and just have three hour podcasts because a lot of times we really could. That's when you start to get into the good stuff in the second hour, right? <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, but we're dramatic. really gonna have to have you come back on at the beginning, like towards the end of this year, wow. beginning of next year, because 2024 is a really big awakening year again. And so Mm -hmm. if we have some of this information out there, especially for because I have some male clients that listen to our podcast and who I bet you my one's going to be super excited about this because he's like, I need a masculine perspective. He's like, you guys are great. Love you. Listen to you. You're wonderful. (laughs) But Mm -hmm. if you guys could get some of that on there. And I was like, okay, so. Yeah. Yes. And this is well, I just kind of like flowed with it and put it all whatever was coming in my mind and stuff. Uh, but in general, yeah, in, in the future as well, I'm, I'm going to go more deeper in, into the subject. I'm now currently embodying more of my masculine purpose and I'm working very hard on, on in, in strengthening my masculine core. So my life at the moment is quite, uh, I'm literally, I'm shitting myself every day. It's so scary, but so good. And I love it so much. And I wake up <laughs> and I'm, let's go. And so I'm quite busy at the moment with with uh, many other things, but I have a feeling like uh, I'm really pushing through some things here, and then then as soon as I'll settle this through, then I'm really going to commit to this subject because it's almost like whenever I talk about it, and and I haven't done much conversations about it yet, but wherever I had some conversations, I always feel that it's not even like whatever I say, but I feel like there's some energy that wants to come through, and it just. It does yes. something to people. There is something there. And, and yeah. yeah. I'll be happy to come too. again. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. This is so needed. This is, I mean, it's just so needed. Like Men I said, you healed. Looking for this. I saw it. It like started from birth and it just like this energy vibrated through. And I just understood the men in my life. And I understand all the men that yeah. ran away. Yeah. And I just am it's like. So necessary. Yeah, I get it. For for me and my girlfriend, as soon as it just kind of clicked, and it clicked for both of us somehow simultaneously, it just everything just transformed between us, just everything, and it was effortless. It wasn't anymore like let's try like this, let's try like that, and we actually got to that point where where it was just like we were really already getting bored of each other, and it was just a lot of resentment building up, and then it was just oh gone. And we're just so much important and our whole life changed and we are so much in tune now. And so I'm chasing some big goals and she immediately aligns. There's no discussion anymore. No, no, like, oh, is this good or not? I just figure out something. I just focus on some. She immediately aligns and then we're like a superpower team. It's just the energy behind us there, you know, it's, it's, it's crazy. And, and she feeds me so much with her feminine energy. It just drives me deeper and deeper and deeper. And I just, and I just keep fucking the world. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Love it. That's awesome. Yay. Yeah. So you don't really, you don't have a book or anything yet. You don't really have a website or any of that no, stuff. You're just, no, just if people and... can follow me on, on, on Facebook at the moment. And, and yeah. I don't know if I will even be on Facebook, but for now, yeah, if I'll move somewhere else, then, then I'll announce it on Facebook. And, and um, 
Of course, I'm always open to people come and contact me directly and I don't charge any money. I, I'm happy to talk with anyone. And, and Sydney as well, if you, you would like to go deeper, or you, Melissa, as well, if you would like to go deeper, this, we can do this off podcast. You can just contact me. You can schedule one day and just talk about it more. And, and I would involve my girlfriend as well here so she can share as well her journey, how it was with me there Honestly, with my shut down might... heart and stuff. I might, yeah. I might do that. I think that is what I need to hear yeah. from her too. I think that yeah. would actually That's what I was be thinking really about amazing. Seeing if both of you would want to come on and talk about, yeah. you know, your journey yeah. together and stuff too. That would be so interesting for people. Yeah. I know it would be for me. We're, we are at the moment kind of like, not really looking, but we're open towards uh, having conversations with people and, and just uh, going deeper into this subject. And so whoever wants mm -hmm. to come, before I'm famous. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, right. You saw it here first. Everybody. Yeah. Could come and. and well, even if you're famous, I hope that you'd. Let me in the back door or something. <laughs> well, that's another thing about true masculinity. It's the integrity. And that just comes in. It's written in our core purpose as well. If you're aligned with your masculine purpose, there's integrity. There's no need for arrogance or anything. You know? Nice. And yeah. All these tough guys that we can see and stuff, I always look at them and I think they are acting like the men they want to be, but they have yeah. no embodiment there. And once the embodiment comes in there, you have zero desire to. Uh, there's, there's just, I mean, of course, ego is always present, but you just, you just don't feel like you need to prove something to anyone. You don't need to hide and, and, and protect your gentle heart and stuff. If you're ready to die, there's nothing to defend. There's no ego to defend. So it's, it's yeah. Even if I'm famous, I'm saying I'm probably going to be the same <laughs> guy, but we'll see. <laughs> awesome. Right. Well, well thank yeah. you. Yeah. Let's move on. To... Thank you as well. Wait. Oh, wait. We're going we to do, we didn't do our deep dive because we're I all know. over the place with this one. It's just like, there's too much going on, but I do have um five questions I want to ask you and just kind of, you know, short answers long. We probably should keep them to short answers at this point. <laughs> yeah. Sure. yeah. We're going to move on to the three hours mark. I'll try to respond as well. As <laughs> as I can. But I want to know these answers. So I know exactly. Number one, how do you define spirituality? Uh, I would say it's just alignment with nature, with your soul's core purpose. It's not something you read in a book or go in some ashram. It's what you feel within yourself and just following that doesn't matter what other people think. Just facing life directly. Yeah. Next question. <laughs> what has been the best wisdom that you've received and that you live by? Mm -hmm. That's not a quick angle. Let me think about it quickly. I guess just the first thing that comes into my mind is uh, not what you say to people. It's how you make them feel by what you're saying is what opens their worlds, deeper worlds. Yeah. When do you feel or have you felt the most seen and heard in your life? Probably now with my girlfriend. Yeah. In the relationship we're now and in, in, in the current phase of my life, I would say definitely. What makes you laugh or brings you joy? Makes me laugh. I really like stupid stuff. 
I like doing stupid irrational stuff and stupid jokes and, and yeah. The dumber the jokes, the better. <laughs> so I, I like actually yeah, just, just breaking something out of the norm, out of do so doing something that uh, no one else is doing that shocks people and so that's what makes me laugh a lot, yeah. And what do you believe happens when we die? I think we reconnect to the source and then we get to decide if we're coming back or not, I guess. Or we are stuck as well, I believe, that in this world we are stuck in some kind of con consciousness technology that keeps us in a loop and makes us reincarnate all the time when it's actually not how it should be. It's, uh, I, I, in some ways, I feel that that's going to, end now but i feel like this planet has been as well like a prison for the souls that were just keep washing up and coming back washing up and coming back very interesting thank you that yeah, makes a lot of thank sense you so much thank yes. you so much thank for you showing up here thank for you us. Was just i really enjoyed it i knew i'm gonna enjoy it as well and, and i felt there's some kind of purpose there as well so great awesome. good thank, thank you. you yeah we'll be <laughs> in touch Yes. yes. And thank you. Thank you, everybody else out there um, for showing up here today for us and for yourselves and for this planet Earth that we love so much. Love you. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us for this episode. If you would like to find out more about Vitaly, you can follow him on Facebook. The link is in the show notes. Thanks again, and we will see you next time.